It takes money. Now that I can't fuck, I guess I'll make something of myself. <laughs> Stumbling block. I found myself in panties forest. But you don't realise that you're in panties forest until you get until to looks. lingerie lane. <laughs> As women, you'd like to be like, yeah, my man could eviscerate my yeah. enemies, but he chooses not to. Way Seaboat! Way Ramblings. Hey, everybody, this is Ben. And you're listening to the voice of Vicky right now. <laughs> but not now, that wasn't my laugh. And this Don't is pair those two together. I believe 60, episode 67 or 68. Ooh. Yeah, we're getting up there. Well, hang we're on. He- heading me, towards the big 7-0. Let me double check because that's the important thing to get right off yeah, the top of the Yeah, I don't show. want you guys to think that you've uh, not listened to all the episodes or something. I know how devastating it would be to think there's a show you've missed. Yeah, I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. But uh, this is kind of like a bit of a test show. We have done 67 the acclaimed Panties Forest. Ah, oh, yes. So, An old 67. Yeah, so this is a 68. How could I forget? And uh, Every episode is special to me in its own way that I can't even recall then. Because <laughs> to number them would take away from their unique personality. This is a very experimental episode, I would suggest. Is it? Yeah, we've got, we're going on a new experiment. Well, I thought it was the Randleversary. It's that as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so, so many things old, to celebrate. Something new. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Nothing borrowed, nothing blue. Well, up, hopefully. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> During this experiment. So, uh, yeah, as, as Vicky hinted, it's been five years since we started doing this podcast. Wow. And uh, how far we've come. Yeah, from, indeed. From Almost, some would say, full circle. The depths <laughs> of my, uh, my family's basement. Yes. To the high sky rise of the 19th floor apartment. <laughs> so we're now in Ben's, I was going to say penthouse, but it's not really, is it? No, it's we're, mid-level. we're seven floors off the penthouse. Which, Are we? Yeah. <laughs> we can still go up from here. That's 22 point. floors above your family's basement. That's right. <laughs> if we're counting ground as a floor, which I should... I suppose we should. Yeah, depends what country you live in. This mm. one, I think we do. And we do have a 13th floor. We're not like superstitious like that. We do. Can I ask you a political question that's not funny at all? Okay. <laughs> like, because today I was embroiled in an argument as to whether it's uh, immodest for women to breastfeed in public. Um, I'm not opposed to it if that's what you were. If you saw someone breastfeeding in public, full breast out in baby's mouth, would you be like, ugh? Well, would that, you that doesn't really be happen. Like, woo. But, but if it did. I feel like most mothers are pretty good at concealing it to yeah. the point where. You don't even realize what it's Yeah, happening. until like. It's all over. No, no, no. It's more like you kind of look at it like, oh, something's wrong. Like if you go to. China and you eat a Big Mac and you're like it's still a Big Mac but there's something a little off about this I see what you're saying so you're like that's a woman yeah yeah but yeah, there's, that's just something I can't quite place my finger on. And then you're like, five oh. minutes later, you're like, her she boobs had a baby out. Under there. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. It was. Yeah. Her boob was. That's but you wouldn't was say you were like distracted by the sight of every woman's naked breast, I imagine. It probably is distracting. Really? It's not to the point of like, I'm going to have a car accident or something. <laughs> what? So you're distracted by a woman's boob out, feeding yeah. a baby? Well, like, again, I think the baby thing, the baby's head obscures most of what you can yeah. see. I and, agree. And so it's, for the most point, a non-issue. If it was just, like, a woman with, like, one, <laughs> one titty hanging out, just like, hey, uh, and what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm just about to start breastfeeding. Like, what of it? You got something against this? And just, like, you know, hanging out one boob McGee. No. 
that, that's distracting, but well, it doesn't happen. No, it doesn't, because I assume, like, they've either got the baby nearby to the breast or on it. Like, Yeah, it's there's a very quick transition <laughs> from... Breast out to, to baby baby's mouth. suckling. Yes, to, that's right, to baby's head obscuring. Yeah. No, these women were trying to make an argument that they thought it was immodest and wrong. So they wouldn't personally do it? No, they're like, other people shouldn't. They're like, I don't want to see someone breastfeeding in Starbucks because my children were there and well, it might distract men. Starbucks is a weird <laughs> example because if they're like, oh, do you need some milk? You're like, oh, I got some. <laughs> Hang on, don't never worry. mind. <laughs> Make it a short black. Yeah, yeah. I'll supply the rest. <laughs> I'm Strangely, I also farm sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, one for each. Yeah, that's right. Do not hook the baby up to the wrong one or it will be on quite the sugar high for the rest of the afternoon. That's how my first child got type 2 diabetes by six months old. Yeah, we really shouldn't let all our babies roam free at Starbucks, (laughs) especially on breastfeeding nights. Yeah, that's right. No, she was like, I have to... don't want them doing that around my 10-year-old son in his, like, most hormonally sexual time. And I'm like, no one looks at a breastfeeding woman and thinks like, whoa, wish that was me. I, I, <laughs> Move baby. I think 10-year-olds probably do, though. I was at a birthday party when I was about 15. Yeah. It was like a big group of us from high school. Yep. I'll tell the... There's a real story, and then there's a breastfeeding story. I'll tell the breastfeeding <laughs> story first, and then well, I'll tell the I was going to say, story. before we get on to the stories. Yeah. If you're a 10-year-old, don't any breasts excite you? That's my point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, it's like they don't even need to be out and in a baby. But if there's one presented to you, then that's gonna naturally but catch your attention. I would have assumed that all the live long day you're noticing breasts at that age. Maybe but not ten. No, that's probably a bit early. It might be different now because we've got the internet. Like, no, I meant like just in people's shirts and like. Yeah, I know, but they're not naturally out all oh, day. Oh, so you want to see? So you'd be distracted by one all the way out. Yeah, the more out, the more distracting, I guess. <laughs> Even if it's obscured by a baby's head? I was at uni one day. This is a will seg- sidestep the 15-year-old story. All right, yeah, go to, yeah, my I go to this university one. Story. Yeah. And uh, I was walking behind a woman. And I, I can't remember how I knew this because I was behind her. Yeah. But she might, she might have, like, t- did a 180 in front of me. Like, maybe she... That's unusual. She was going to class, forgot something, and, like, was walking in my d- direction. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, because I was able to notice that her boob was, like, 90% out. Oh, was, that's unlucky for her. You had to uh, assume she knew. Really? Because it was so obvious. And she was walking with, like, another female friend that oh, presumably would have told her... Said something. Yeah, it's if like... The, if things were, had gone right. awry. It was like, if that was an intended look, then maybe you could have got your friend to be like, hey... But there was no nipple to, out, right? I reckon it was, like, five millimetres away from showing oh, nipple. Oh, that's unfortunate. So... Because I've done the accidental boob show. Yeah, how'd that go down? With me or the audience? Both. I want to hear the See, whole I've story. I've because it was... Well, it wasn't, it's not a great story or, like, a hilarious series of misadventures. I was just wearing a long dress where you've got, like, the halter neck. Yeah. And when I got off the train, I, it was... It's a maxi dress, so I stepped on the bottom and it undid Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. <laughs> and so it fell off and I just went, like, Whoa! and, like, quickly... Like, it was only, at, like, a two-second peep show, really. Yeah. You couldn't even charge a dollar for it but like, <laughs> most people found, yeah, I know right I found most people actually because it was unexpected nudity and even I got a shock they looked away oh really they yeah. were, they were um, hiding their child's precious eyes yeah my freaking eyes no they looked away like it's sort of like you know when 
you turn around and you see something, and you're like, oh, sorry. Like, it was kind of like that. Like they walked in on you. Or- yeah. It was. It was like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you in your uh, most private moment in the train station. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of was. Like, they looked at me and were like, oh, my gosh, sorry, you're naked. So people are actually more polite than you realise, I reckon. No one took the opportunity to perv, not that I know of. I mean, I was occupied. Was this just in the city or something? Glenferry Station. That's why I remembered, because it was Swinburne. Okay, this is where my story takes place. Yeah, that's why I was like, well, well, well. So how many people do you reckon were around to observe? Seven to eight. Okay. It's still a sizable Three number. Three male, I would say. Yeah, right. Of varying ages. Yeah. And but I- not 15. So like a 15-year-old might have a good look, but they were sort of more like early University 20s. age. Yeah. That's probably early to mid-20s. Maybe so the story that I'm thinking of was about you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> early to mid-20s. So they had the decency to look away. And you're saying just one came out? Both. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking like that's Full that's quite the manoeuvre. Like, how did you manage that? But, nah, okay. nah. It was the uh, both ladies. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I was trying to work out where what euphemism you're going for that. Yeah, I didn't even know. I got stuck midway. Okay, so I was similarly the full range, walking, not just one mountain. Walking towards <laughs> there we go. Walking towards Glen Ferry Station. Yeah, as scene of many boobs. Apparently, I should hang out there more often. And so was this woman and her female friend who was doing nothing to hide her shame. Yes, and. So I couldn't see what was going on. Yes. But I'm like, this will be an awesome time to watch people's reactions. Ah, oh, so you're like, I want to see other people looking at her. Yeah, because it was like, if you caught like any glimpse of her, you would have like, a whoa. noticeable reaction. Yeah. I, first of all, I was amazed how many people... Did not react? Yeah, no, didn't even notice. Like, they weren't even looking, like, I guess, at her, but you're just like in your zone. But yeah, even, yeah. even, like, your peripheral vision would have caught on, I would have assumed. No, see, I think people, generally speaking, don't notice a lot of stuff. Like, we've done psych experiments on this, yeah. right? And one of them is, I'll show you the video on YouTube later. Should I ruin the YouTube video for you or let you do it? All right, let's do the experiment. Is this the gorilla here. thing? Yeah, dang it. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, it's like you're meant to count how many throws between the people. And then a gorilla runs through the middle of the scene. And it's like 90% of people or something don't even see it. Yeah, because I think it's like basketball players and a lot of them are wearing um, the same coloured jersey or something as the gorilla costume. So it kind of blends in. But the gorilla dances about and stuff. Like it's not... Yeah, it it kind of doesn't just... It's not a fleeting thing. No, it's not like, oh, they could easily... And the other one is like you watch that guy's magic trick. Yeah. Have you seen that one? I don't think so. Oh, and it's like what's changed and it's like his shirt, the tablecloth, the colour of the cards and then eventually like the guy goes from white to black. (laughs) And I didn't notice like any of it. But you're focusing on the trick so much that you don't even pay attention to any of that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's cool. It's funny how much you don't notice. Like, And that's the other thing about breastfeeding. These women were like, I've never seen anyone... Because I was like, it's quite common to openly breastfeed in, say, Europe or South America or any of those places. Yeah. And they're like, well, I never see anyone breastfeeding here. And it's like, well, it's not like you look out for it, is it? A lot of people just do it and you probably wouldn't even realise. Yeah. So you're saying there could be... Boobs everywhere, and they're, just, not noticing. they're slightly out of my peripherals. That's right. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> You'll have to get your head remade like a horse. I also think about that in terms of people I know. Yeah, it's like we live in the city. Every so often, you run into someone that you know from like high school or everyday life or whatever, and a lot of the times, it's quite like in the middle of nowhere. Like you wouldn't expect to see this yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, first of all, what are the chances? Second of all, like, there's got to be a whole bunch of that kind of thing 
almost happening. Yeah, like, like someone's... just don't see each other or like I've just walked out the door and they walk by yeah, yeah. the door and don't bother saying anything. Or... So that's kind of amazing. Like you're just on the opposite side of the street so you don't see each other. Yeah. But like you see some people and you're like, oh, there's like such and such. But, you know, we've talked about this. Sometimes you see them on the train and you're not in the right mood to talk to them or whatever. So... Or sometimes you're just like, oh, I can't be bothered. Right. Yeah. They're like, you know, someone you fleetingly know, but you're not going to sit down and have like a big chat with them. Yeah. Um, so you look away mm. and sometimes they do the same thing. You both kind of know you're there, but other times you, I guess, get away with it. Like you, they just never see. Yeah. You. Yeah. That is weird. I wonder but, how many people do that to you. Like, right. oh, there's Ben. I'm not going to say anything. Cause yeah. I'm yeah. Talking. Like people could be seeing me all the time. We're like, fuck Ben. I'm not going to talk <laughs> to that guy. <laughs> so you're a, like your situation with Swinburne was mostly, oh, sorry, Glen Free Station was that you noticed not many people noticed it. Well, I would say about 50% of people, huh. which I still thought was low considering the circumstances. True. The other reaction was just very funny. Like everyone was just so, look, if, if you saw it, their minds were blown. Really? <laughs> everyone is very distracted by a boob. Show me the face. It like, was a mixture of everything. Was like, it shock, approval, disapproval? Yeah, there, like a lot of people were like smirking. <laughs> okay. A lot, of, a lot of people. Amusement, you'd say. Yeah, a lot of people were like a little. I, I wouldn't say like there was many people turned on or anything like no. that. No, most people. <laughs> there was no one like. Ooh, well, there was one guy that started nice situation. pleasuring himself and following. <laughs> up. But that was me. <laughs> They no, it was. I think most people were just like taken aback by the whole. Like, thing. It's just a bit of a shock. Yeah, I think people are more polite and sort of like non-sexual than we think. Like in situations like that, or yeah, like I was reading this thing about. Maybe she was doing a similar experiment to me. Maybe. <laughs> So, like, there was not too many people that openly, like, stared at her and appeared to be enjoying her breasts. Well, you have to uh, remember, we're walking in opposite directions to these people. So Mm. the the time that you have to actually glimpse it is quite fleeting. But the other thing is, would you just openly stare at a woman breastfeeding if you could see her breast and be like, oh... No, no, but... (laughs) You wouldn't, would you? It's like, I think there's a good Seinfeld analogy... It's like it's like looking into the sun. He's talking about cleavage, but it's the same kind of thing. It's like you take one glimpse and then you look away. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't think it really is like, I don't know, causing men to think these lustful thoughts or like it's immodest in any way. Well, okay. So let's go back to this like 15 year old yeah, okay. situation. We were at this uh, this year nine sleepover party. Okay. And one of the 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 sister of the guys whose party it was was just had a kid yeah and she was like in the other room like breastfeeding her baby and one of the other like guys like obviously got super excited by this and he's like running back to the party he's like hey everyone I saw such and such a sister's boob or oh my god so like I think like kids that age especially would be sensitive to anything of that nature so it's yeah okay but like maybe now because I grew up in a time when boob was hard to come right. by now it seems like you just type in boob into google and you're gonna find many a boob but the other- you don't have to rely on <laughs> someone's sister breastfeeding but the other thing is like if you saw women breastfeeding all the time yeah. would that reduce the excitement maybe there's not oh, yeah. enough women breastfeeding you think we need to desensitize the world to it at least to breastfeeding come on Many- Surely they're more for breed, like for feeding than looking at. But if they're for anything, it's not a common occurrence. Like the amount of people pregnant at any one time is not that many. Yeah, no. But if you like, if everyone breastfed in public all the time, you'd be it's used like, to seeing it. 
quick, my baby's hungry, to the library. <laughs> I need to desensitize some youngins. Yeah, that's right. Well, no, I think that's the main thing. And people are like, can't they go do it in the toilet? I'm like, I don't want to sit in the toilet seat and feed my baby. Yeah, I think also as a baby, I'd probably be thankful that my mum wouldn't <laughs> breastfeed me in the toilet. I don't want to eat in the toilet. Yeah. Would you <laughs> be thankful? Like, when would you be thankful? Like, would you expect like a blanket to be thrown over your head so no one could see any boob? Well, as the baby? Yeah. No, I, I don't care as the baby. No, As long as people I mean. aren't, like, taking photos or <laughs> some shit. Well, a woman breastfed at her graduation and tweeted a photo of it. Her high school graduation? Mm, uni. Okay, that's a little bit different, but uh, was she up on stage at the time? No, she was just sitting in the crowd. So that's okay. You but she like... tweeted the photo and people were like, put it away. And she's like, I'm feeding a baby. But, but in the internet you'll get... Every kind of reaction. Yeah, that is true. So you'll get people who are like, yeah, you go, girl, feed that baby. Most of the people in the middle are like, there's a woman feeding a baby, and click on something else. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they don't even bother the comments. So the yeah. only two reactions that you'll see comments from are the extremists, yeah. who are like either super pro-public breastfeeding or super anti-public breastfeeding. Sometimes I'm just anti-anti people or anti-pro people. You're a contrarian? Sometimes I think so. Like, this issue was on Facebook, and it's not one that I'm like, yes, I'm going to whip out my, like, pro-breastfeeding, you know, paraphernalia. Like, quick, how do I start, start lactating? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, it's not an issue I've ever cared about before. But since there was people who were against it, I was like, actually, I think no, I am, fuck those guys. Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty for this. Like, I don't really have a reason, and I don't often think about like, it. Up until this moment, I was very unopinionated. But now that I know there's people who have the opposite opinion, <laughs> I'm extremely interested in this issue. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Because I guess you don't even think about your own opinion until other people say something against it. I'm like, oh... I guess I do think it should be fine to breastfeed in public. Yeah, like I understand if people are offended by it or something, but it's not hard to look away. <laughs> but they're like, what about my children or my husband? It's like these people always go around with like a family of like 20, <laughs> you know, super, like just baptized kids or something. Baptized. Oh God, you just undid all our hard work. Right, back, in, back to the church, everyone. <laughs> Like, fuck. <laughs> it does seem like that. I'm like, how sensitive yeah. are these children? Like, okay, you don't want women standing around, like, I don't know, doing ping pong Well, especially the, the husband street, thing. But, like... If you're, like, that worried about, oh, my husband's going to see her and, what, like, leave her? No, leave just, me like, for her? after or give him, like... Your husband's not boobs. an animal. That's what I think! I tried to say the same. I was like, I think this basically paints men as, like, slobbering sex addicts. Yeah, I'm like not all men are sex pests. In fact, some probably aren't. I'm like if you're some husband, probably aren't. Way to go out on a limb. A few, a few might not be. I heard there's <laughs> one or two in Quebec. <laughs> Quebec, it's where they want to see from Canada. No, I mean the majority, I'm sure, are not. Like I was talking to another guy about this today, and I was like, there's nothing sexual about a woman breastfeeding and he's mm. like no what kind of pervert would think that I'm like I know you have to be a weird pervert to see a woman feeding a baby and be like whoa I hope I can get a look there was a big deal of it in I guess like around the early 2000s Kate Langbrook from uh, like she was on the panel at the yeah. time she breastfed on live TV oh. and see what what's that reaction mean just like oh okay no you seemed like almost like turned off to it no, I was just like, oh. like, You can do it in public, but not, not on TV. TV. No, I don't care. I was just like, oh, is that all? 
Oh, yeah. Well, that was my reaction. I was surprised that this was a thing. That's what I thought. I was like, oh. Like, I was like, you were like, there's a big thing in 2000 when someone breastfed. And I was like, oh, shit, what is it? And you're like, live TV. A baby llama. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I expected. But you were like, nah, just on TV. I'm like, is that it? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was... uh, Like, of all the boobs on TV. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was, again... um, they did mention it on the show because it was a, it's a comedy talk show for anyone. So they was. were like, she's going to breastfeed at some point. No, I don't think out. they gave anyone a oh, warning. Okay. Like maybe they just came back from commercial or something and she was, she was doing, doing it. it. And it was the kind of thing where they're like, is this the first time that anyone's breastfed on live TV? And she's like, oh, no, maybe. And then they move on with the discussion. Yeah. But again, it's not like you can see anything except for... A baby head. Right. Yeah. Like even then, because the baby's like all swaddled and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... If you can get... Here's the plan, all right? Yeah. Anyone who's afraid to breastfeed in public, camouflage your baby. What? So what do you it, want it to look like? Your shirt or yes. something? <laughs> Swaddle it in another of the same shirt. Right. You gotta buy two of every clothing. <laughs> every shirt you own. And then people won't even notice because it's like, you know, if a fleeting glance, it'll just look like you're wearing a shirt. Yeah, I was sort of confused. I was or like, just buy your thing? baby hats in the form of whatever T-shirt you're wearing. <laughs> Every, um, you know how they make the clothes? Or buy your clothes? baby a hat that has a boob on it. And everyone would be like, what? Oh, it's just that baby hat. <laughs> but really. <laughs> but does that mean that you can pretend to have your boob out in public? In the second that you've exposed <laughs> your boob, people will be like, what was that? And they'll be like, oh, it's just that baby's hat. So if everyone, women have to start wearing t-shirts with like suckling babies on the on the yeah, logo and right. then we'll just be desensitized to it and then when it actually happens we won't even notice well i probably don't even notice anyway i can't think the last time when i was offended by it well i can't even think of the last time i saw it yeah at the same I point. a few times well you're obviously hanging around a lot of pregnant women or well, no, just <laughs> newly born babies or yeah. something <laughs> this is a family of newly baptized children and a sex-starved husband. Yeah, that, that husband thing is a little, like, extreme. Like, he's probably not going to leave you for this lactating woman. La- Chill out. You. It's like, we don't want to... What, then you will, like, hassle me for sex later on or something? to think about sex or something. Trust me, he's either doing it or he's not, like... Or cause him to be tempted by another woman. But, like, the new mother is not the sexiest of women. Oh, anyway. that's what I would try. Well, like, they can look good, but she's, like, got a baby attached to it. Like, what sort of freak are you? <laughs> like, if you're getting turned on by that, there's not much I can do for you. What was the 15-year-old story that was cool, by the way, at the so, uh, boob party? Uh, cool. <laughs> so now we at the name. boob party, yes. <laughs> I went to a 15-year-old boob party. Um, I wouldn't say it's a cool story. Okay, that's what you said, I think. Okay, well, maybe I would say it's a cool story. <laughs> Just in the past, the, no other, the other story that took place at this party is uh, what I was getting at. Yeah, we went to the video store okay. back in the day when video stores were a thing. They're not. I still go. I've got one on my street. I love it. My friend put credit on there for my birthday. It's <laughs> fun. Well, there you go. We hired two VHSs, I believe. Wow. No, not a fifteen. Yeah, that was like really. Oh, okay, maybe it was DVD. No, no, it was definitely VHS, actually. Wow. Because that's important to the story. What was it? Drop Dead Fred and... I don't know. It was Blue Streak was one of them with Martin Lawrence. Oh, I don't know that one. Father of the Bride I think, too. I think it's about Probably jewel heist. Okay. That memory is taking up precious space that could you know be used me. to know math. <laughs> like, what did you watch at your 15, uh, 15th birthday party? Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Blue Streak, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what did you watch? You're like, oh, shit, I didn't realise you had an answer for that. A breastfeeding woman, because that is so sexy. No, I just heard about it. 
Um, so what is your answer to children? Wait, wait. Get, oh, you asked you the story. Okay. I'll Sorry. Finish out. So uh, we make that difficult decision when there's like ten of us. You got oh, to pick sucks. a movie. Someone, someone managed to do that. Then they switched out because I guess all the videos had the actual VHS tapes in the cases at the store. Oh wow. Okay. And so That's they rare. right they switched out one of them I think Blue Streak mm. for some a porno yeah and who did that just one of the guys in our class oh okay right so they checked it out without uh, opening it right and okay. so they didn't notice But so you didn't realise the boob was about to pale in comparison <laughs> I think that was the next day so <laughs> That was quite the theme of the party. Yeah, I reckon. But also how awkward to watch porn with, like, ten other guys. Well, there was a lot that this guy didn't think through. No. Because not only would it be with, like, a bunch of other guys, which that's the least of your worries at 15, but... Really? Well, like, it's not like we're all going to sit there and, like, masturbate or something. We're just going to... I guess the plan is just to, like... Buy up. Yeah. (laughs) And so uh, we... For whatever reason, we hired the movie and they didn't notice... But we're hanging out outside the front of the shop. Okay. And the clerk comes out and he tells the mother of the <gasps> son's birthday is what happened. Like, he worked it out somehow. Like, I don't know if he found the other case had the wrong movie in it or maybe he was looking through his computer system or something. So we got, like, busted just because we were waiting outside the video store. I gasped and I haven't let the air out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What happened? So one of the guys who orchestrated this whole scheme had to go back in and switch them back out oh my god it kind of like put like a weird air on the rest of the party i reckon but we were watching it like uh, this was just the vhs player in the lounge room oh so what was he planning really like i don't think there was any plan walking by right because like we were up all night but it wasn't like it wasn't a private room Exactly, and the parents were up because you can't sleep when there's like 15 kids all yeah, screaming yeah. in the lounge room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there wouldn't have been an opportunity anyway, like if they walked past like, hey, why aren't you watching Blue Street? Yeah, this is a very sexy moment <laughs> in Blue Street. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's uh, not exactly a uh, the perfect crime. Not exactly, but uh, yeah, that was the time that we almost watched a porno. <laughs> Cool story. <laughs> That's a cool party. Yeah, but then someone saw someone's uh, sister's boob, so it kind of made yeah, up. It's all right yeah. in the end. All's well that ends well. Right. So, how do you... Do you think children would be shocked and scandalised by seeing a breastfeeding boob? No. Do you think husbands would be, like, tempted to... I don't even know If what. If you're the kind of person to see someone breastfeeding a kid and go... Oh shit, I should leave my wife. <laughs> not even then, oh shit, I should leave my wife, but just start thinking about sex. Okay, maybe. Like, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, <laughs> but it's, what's the big deal? Like, you I... could probably look at, like, a poster for a movie and think about sex. You, know? <laughs> you can look at a beer bottle and start thinking about sex. Like, <laughs> you can look at nothing. Yeah, you can look at a cloud that <laughs> vaguely looks like a pair of boobs and start thinking about sex. <laughs> Well, that's what I kind of think. I'm like, either we're saying men are... Like, why is it this one thing that men are slobbering men that they can't handle themselves over? If they pop out a boob, that's too much. But, like, I don't know, movie posters are fine. And, like... Because I would have thought you'd be more likely to start thinking about sex with, like, a Jessica Alba movie poster than yeah, someone if, popping it out to breastfeed. If you're worried about that, you've got a lot of uh, censoring of the world to do. 
years is a long way to go before yeah. you get to breastfeeding. You may as well just like blind your husband and <laughs> hope for the best. <laughs> And then he might, he might just feel something that feels vaguely sexual. Yeah, when... that's it, though. He might, like, I don't know, touch a piece of jelly. Yeah. <laughs> I just think anyone who gets turned on by a breastfeeding woman probably is a bit perverted. But, like, who cares if your husband's turned on? Then you've got a good sex life, presumably. What? Why? Because then he'll go home and fuck you. Oh, wow. What did you think I was getting at? I don't sure like he gets turned on really easily so you're always at it he's like, just well if, like, if oh. he's wearing you down <laughs> then maybe it's good to let him get his urges out somewhere else wearing you down <laughs> like, what do you mean i ground her to you know like i, I imagine it like a piece of chalk or something like you're just having so much sex, sex that she starts to yeah, wear away yeah. with the like, friction what happened to your vagina you, you, <laughs> we did it like 10 times yesterday what do you want from me I was thinking more of like her back and her, like, not even like that part, but just your entire body starts to wear away like a rock under the ocean. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> like smooths out. By like the end a of a, a 20 year marriage, <laughs> you will be like a Barbie doll. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I agree with you. I don't see anything wrong with breastfeeding in public. Good. So I think we got to the bottom yeah, of that. Well, mystery. I was just spent all day arguing that it wasn't immodest and you didn't make any uh, progress in terms they're of like no like, our culture sees breasts as inherently sexual so she, you shouldn't get them out to breastfeed your children so presumably in any situation they would be breast averse they are breast averse because <laughs> yes. i'm like thinking like what about the beach or something are they cool with that because that's not too different i'm not sure i didn't go that deeply into it i was like well, should we cover up our mouths or, like, our hands? Because both of those can be used in sex. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they can? Oh, my God. <laughs> they're like, no, that's not the same because those are socially acceptable to have out in our culture. I'm like, I reckon your husband could get more turned on by me eating a banana than a woman. So what if they went to one of those um, jungle African tribes where they're all topless women? That's what I said. And they're like, yeah, but that's not our culture. You did say that. I yes. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> so is that, that's okay then? They're like, yeah, that's okay for their culture, but not for ours. What about this thing? There's like a hashtag. I guess it's not really trending, but (laughs) there's a couple of people trying to get it trending. Oh, yes. I think it's called Free the Nipple. (laughs) What? And so um, one of Bruce Willis's kids went on Twitter and posted, or Instagram. Where is the nipple imprisoned? Behind Instagram's modesty restrictions or whatever it is, like uh, censorship rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so they argue that in places like New York, where I guess uh, this Willis girl lives, mm. it's not illegal for women to be topless. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, because I guess the argument is uh, a guy can be topless and they've got nipples. So, so what's the difference? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, I think that's kind of how they got one, that one across the line. Okay. So she posted a bunch of photos on Instagram of her like shopping topless and stuff like prison. in new york i guess so yeah wow i uh, have nightmares like that where you uh oh, yeah i don't understand how it happens like for I some think, reason uh, I'm just you're wearing public. a maxi dress is the first step. must be like i'm ptsd flashbacks or something <laughs> but yeah i'm often in public with no top on and i'm always like how did this happen and there's never any explanation like you'd think i would have noticed by the time i left my house yeah it's a bit breezy up here yeah <laughs> 
where, where, at what point do you realize, like, in the middle of the mall or something? Yeah, pretty much. And, like, I'm trying to cover them up with my arm or, like, scuttle out of there, but nah. But just topless, not 100% naked? No, nah, not even 100% nudo. I've remembered pants. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've, I've had similar dreams, but with uh, no shoes. Really? Yeah. Okay. And so it's like, you get, you know, to school or whatever. Like, where the heck are And you're my like, shoes? oh my God, I forgot my shoes. <laughs> feel the ground. Yeah, that seems like quite the oversight. <laughs> I would have thought the inside of my shoes feels quite different to the naked ground. You would have thought. But what I'm saying is if it's uh, legal in New York mm. to go topless, would that be okay for them? Because it's, no, not breaking the law. It's not exactly part of society's norms. No, they're more like it's co- the cultural norms they're talking about. And I'm like, but this is only within the last 100 years where women haven't publicly breastfed. So you're saying we should change cultural norms to go back to... Well, at least, Walking around naked? Well, I don't know. I I really don't care on that issue, but I think that we should at least allow women to breastfeed in public. Motion carried. <laughs> yeah, there's no one really arguing against this no. anymore. It was more on Facebook with Fair idiots. Enough. And many idiots. Three idiots. Yeah, well, you seem to be good at getting into Facebook arguments. I know. I enjoy it. Anyway, <laughs> go on. So. Oh, well, I was going to mention, if you might not have realised by now, we've got new... Recording equipment. Yes, that's the experiment. Yeah, as to uh, what we were about to talk about it half an hour like ago. looks like you've got all of your electronic devices in one place because there's some Wii remotes hanging around as well. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's not my fault. That's uh, Brendan likes to leave uh, this kind of thing just for, I don't know, public amusement. <laughs> it's public art. Right. He's uh, got a lot of art installations yeah. all around our apartment. <laughs> Mess art installation. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't don't move my unassorted papers on the corner. <laughs> like, oh, that's the name of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of that piece. Yeah, what most is- most of them are untitled. I just uh, <laughs> I just call them shit around the sink. <laughs> like, no, that's an art installation. Like ben. Why do you keep tidying up my art? <laughs> yeah. Like, you say potato, I You're say potato. Impressing me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember how annoyed you got at your housemate who didn't steal your keys. Yeah, well, that was a bit of an issue because as soon as you leave our apartment, you get locked out. The door locks behind you. Yeah. And so I I came home the other night and I couldn't find my keys the next morning. And you're like, I know they're here because I, I got into the <laughs> How apartment. How else did I get in? Right. But I it's couldn't... like um, my friend who's like, my laptop is was with my pants and my pants are missing. And I'm pretty sure I was wearing those on the train. Yeah. <laughs> I had a dream about this once. <laughs> His son had hidden them both in a toy box. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I like tore the whole apartment to pieces. Yeah. Like my bedroom, the kitchen, the lounge room. Once you looked in all the obvious places, like the bin. Then you start to feel like you're fridge. going out of your mind. Yeah. yeah. So I checked the fridge like three times because <laughs> you're like, oh, it seems unlikely, but maybe it's Did in I here. Look amongst the broccoli. Yeah. Maybe I just looked underneath it. Right. And you're, you're going through, yeah, like the laundry basket or something. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. I didn't even touch this in the last 24 hours, but somehow it's possible. Looking it's, inside all the DVD cases. Uh, yeah. And so my uh, my roommate Julian was asleep. And so I'm like, well, he must have picked up the keys before he went to bed and took them into his room because that was the only part of the house that Um, I had. The remained unsearched. Right. And so uh, I was wanting to go out just to pick up some stuff for breakfast, but I couldn't do it just Mm. because I couldn't get back in if Mm. I did that. And so first of all, I had to wait for him to wake up and it was, you know, 12.30 in the midday and he still hadn't got up. And (laughs) so I was getting really angry at him. And then when he finally does get up and doesn't have my keys, it's like, fuck! Like, (laughs) I just feel like you're going insane. 
I ate that. Yeah. So I was like just seething at him for a good portion of the morning <laughs> for, for not his fault at all. Well, mine was, um, I was using my phone before I went in the shower in bed, yeah. got up, went to the shower, could not locate the phone anywhere in my bedroom, went through all of the sheets under the mattress, like all around the bed. And I was like, I was literally using it in bed. And then I went to the shower. Like, there's nowhere else I could be. Like, it's not as if... And I was like, has someone come in and taken it? And I was like, I'm sure no one's been around. Like, and why would they take just that? Like, and then three days later, I found it inside a shoe. Mm. Not not (laughs) a shoe that you were regularly wearing, obviously. No, like inside a long boot and it was summer. See, this is the problem with girls. You've got too many shoes. (laughs) If it was me, I would have found it as soon as I... one pair? Yeah. I got ready. I'm like, oh, my phone. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. No, you would have been like, gotten to the office and been like, where the crap are my shoes and phone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn it. I, I really <laughs> thought that I would have noticed by uh, at the bottom of the elevator at least. <laughs> Did I ever tell you how much my dad hates backtracking? You mentioned this, like, touched on it the other day, but I, I want to hear the full story. My dad hates backtracking. What does that mean? Well, like... If he's going to a destination, he wants to be always travelling forwards, no matter how much extra time that might entail. Okay. So if he's catching the train... Yes. Which uh, I understand he did at some point for... Frequently. Right. If Not every day. If your house is closer to one station, but according to the train line, that's further away. If he has to see his destination and not be at it, so he goes. He he, like if he, yeah, if he goes past his house, then he would get off at the previous stop. Even if it takes longer to walk, yes. So, how? What's the limit here? Like, if he just say there was a no, train station. the man will not backtrack. He's unreasonable. But just say there's a train station, like. 20 metres past his house, and the one before it is like a kilometre. He'll get off at the kilometre. He will not backtrack. I don't believe that. That's madness. No, it's truth. It is madness. I'm telling you the truth. He used to frequently do it. There was one about 500 metres from our house, a tram stop, and one about 20 metres away. Oh, there was that? Yes. That exact scenario that I proposed. Well, yes, just shorter distances. That's and even that's even backtrack. crazier. Yes, I know. He would not backtrack. Does he he just, refuses. Does he just like a walk or what No, are I think he's like, I don't want to go past my destination and have to go back to it. But that's surely in the long in the grand scheme of things costing him a lot more time. I'm sure it does. I don't understand it either. So it's like a weird psychological barrier that he can't get. I guess past. so. Or he can he I don't think it's even a barrier. I think it's a conscious choice. He does not want to go past his destination and back to it. Some uh, just Rogic as it has yeah, been. Yeah, I don't know. He just refuses to backtrack. Do you know, imagine him as like a plane pilot. <laughs> so if he was on his way to like... Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry guys, there's an airport at our destination, but... It's slightly past my house. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know we're going to overshoot and we'll be in London. You guys can... Yeah, exactly. ...make your way back by, I don't know, boat or something. But trust me, you'll thank me in the long run. I mean, it might cost you a lot I know more, we're on right? our way to Kenya, but I'm going to stop in South Africa uh, yeah, and yeah. take a bus the rest of the way. It's, it's going to add like several hours to your journey, but the uh, reward will, miles yeah. will definitely be worth it. You will not have to backtrack. <laughs> Didn't he work for a train company? He currently does so. And doesn't that like cause problems on the job? I think he facilitates others backtracking. <laughs> he just won't personally do it. I guess the one advantage of that is that he probably has to go to a lot of stations 
So his destination is always exactly where he needs to be. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> he works on the station, so he doesn't have to worry about where it is. Yeah. So, like, if maybe Everyone that's why he gravitated to that job. There he is. Just <laughs> to avoid the back train. Yeah, I never have to overshoot. <laughs> Wherever I need to go, it's here. <laughs> I can only imagine. Overall, this sounds like madness. <laughs> Thank you. Changing tracks a little bit. <laughs> we've uh, <laughs> we've been doing this for five years now. We have. Do you have any memories from our uh, first episode a or anything? Like? One. Yeah, I remember there was stuff about cocaine. Are you fresh? I think that was episode three. Ugh. I had an episode two memory the other day. Oh, okay. Out, out of the blue, I think you were there. What was it about? The Phantom Menace. Oh, that was episode one. <laughs> the Attack of the Clones should have been the accurate reference yeah. to that gag. Edit. Do it in post. Yeah. Um, you're asking me what your memory is? Yeah, yesterday. I said it to you on the couch yesterday, and you're like, gosh, that's an oldie. Oh, yeah. Um, the New Zealand. Oh, yeah. You could die here reference. Yeah. That was the one that most recently came to mind. That was from something like episode five or so. Oh, was it? I thought it was a bit earlier than that. Mm. I lost my wallet. And yeah, well, that's the first the thing that we talk about. Rang me. Yeah, that's like our opening segment, is basically. It? Of the whole show is yeah. the station rang you. Yeah, so which was confusing. Right, I think we were trying to work out how do we start the show. Right, and so, so we just launched straight into we a did, great we did story. A bit of a recording test. Did we leave that in the show? Yeah, that was that became the intro. Ah, did it? So we were like listening back to it, and like, well, why don't we just start off with this? <laughs> What is the intro? I can try and play it for you, but I mentioned how bad the recording quality is. <laughs> do we have to do that each week after that? No, I, th- I feel like we made it known right up front. I just feel that's not your strongest foot to start on. No, like, that's for sure. Good morning, we are the Rolling Stones and we are terrible. But then expectations can only go up from there. Expectations or quality? Because I don't want expectations well, to go up. Keep them low and stay low. Sorry, yeah, we can only surpass the low expectations. Right, thank you, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I feel like hopefully both have increased to some degree since then. Quality and expectations. Maybe we should start the show off apologising for the sound quality and explaining why it's so bad. Yeah, that's always a good way to start <laughs> by saying how shit something is. <laughs> <laughs> idea <laughs> well we've uh, switched roles haven't we what, what do you mean because i'm the one saying it's terrible and you're the one saying that uh that's a terrible idea and six years later uh, no i i still acknowledge that <laughs> <laughs> no, we've done better ways to start off yeah okay so what's become our intro now well we've always got the songs now yeah but that's what i'm saying you said this became our intro just for the first episode like i'm saying that we've recorded that as a microphone test oh did we yeah okay and uh it remained in then i guess like we stopped it listened to it back and you're like want to just leave that as part of the show why did we do that because we were 20 <laughs> yeah i guess we uh we didn't know how to start it off anyway and we'd kind of kicked into it yeah that's true so we didn't really have any introduction of like hey i'm ben hey i'm vicky yeah i don't know this why is what you're listening um... to this is who we are <laughs> It's like, if you stumbled upon this shit, start soaking it in yeah, right now. Yeah, that's right. Get right into the enjoyment. Yeah. We've got no time for introduction. <laughs> no, we've got... There's too much comedy to get through. We've got weird gags about the voice <laughs> of the uh, train station to get to. Hello. Okay, so I went to the station this morning, Ben. Well, actually, I didn't just go for no reason. I didn't, mm-hmm. indeed. Um, so 
they rang me and they're like, we've got your wallet here. And so I was like, oh, that's what? Station rang Yeah, the station rang me. Okay. Don't you think I sound super young as well? You sound really far away as well. It's like me and doing a show with you down a well. That's also interesting because I was actually close. Mm. Like we, uh, for the next couple of episodes, obviously taped a microphone to a chair <laughs> and... Uh, and you had to sit a lot further back because I was just so loud. Yeah. yeah, and so you can kind of hear it in the recordings that for, I think from episode two to nine or so, I'm shouting down a well to you. Well, Vicky, it sounds like I'm doing a podcast with like someone in the distance. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you're so much louder than me in this one when we sat so equally we to, um, distant from oh, the yeah. microphone. So equidistant didn't work. So no. I guess you were doing a podcast with someone in the distance. I guess I was. <laughs> but it, it sounds exaggerated on, awesome. on mic. And uh, yeah, I sound like really shy, I think. You do sound a bit shy. Yeah. You weren't keen to interrupt me. No, like I'm, I, I don't even know. Like if anyone actually listened to this, I am sure they didn't understand what the fuck I've been saying. <laughs> I'm just mumbling under my breath. <laughs> like, this is how you do a podcast, right, guys? Yeah, it's like I'm whatever. doing a podcast and you're mumbling away behind me. Yeah. Like, Shut up, Ben. Don't do my podcast. It was like my emo stage or something. <laughs> that happens. Go on. It wasn't like a disembodied voice. It was like a guy at the station. station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the whole station crowding around like, happy hey, birthday. <laughs> cool <laughs> the whole station the crowd around you yeah. to wish you a happy birthday wouldn't that be awesome if it's like hey this is melbourne central we've all crowded around one person's cell phone <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so he was like we've got your wallet here um but i'm sorry there's no money in it and i was like oh that's fine there's no money in there anyway so i go down to the station and i park my mum's car <laughs> i get out and i go up to the woman who's a different woman than the man who spoke to me so this story goes nowhere, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it goes nowhere. <laughs> and we were like, nailed it, <laughs> leave that in. No, I think I was like, episode one sucked. I like episode two. Episode two, should we uh, take a sneak preview to yeah. see if we improved any? I think at least I'm further in the distance. Okay. Yeah, where did that story go? What was I doing with the wallet? I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm not really inclined to listen we'll to it. We'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we start by introducing ourselves unlike last week? Oh, we didn't introduce ourselves last nah, week. No, we got about five minutes in. I'm like, ah, oh, maybe we should have done that. Oh, okay, yeah, you go first. There we go. At least we acknowledged that we didn't introduce we're ourselves. We're growing. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. You can <laughs> already hear that we're uh, working our way. I feel like we should take some of these down because if people start listening at episode one, they don't continue. I, I feel like podcasts, people don't tend to do that. It's like more, uh, you know, if you see someone's got 100 episodes, you're not going to go back to the start, right? I don't know. I feel like you could go back and listen if yeah, you like if it. if you like it. But you want to true. test out a more recent one because I feel like a lot of podcasts start off pretty shitty. Awkward. Yeah. yeah. And then people kind of grow into it. I'm Ben. <laughs> Flawless. Yeah. That is it. Go. Oh, okay. I'm Vicky and this is Insane Rambling. I love how it's like you sound like someone in a book. Like, I am Ben. <laughs> I think that was the joke. It just is not a great one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what I do sound like there is uh, my dad's answering machine message. <laughs> you just sound like a young child that only has one phrase. I'm Ben. Yeah, I'm like a robot. Yeah. I am Ben does not compute. <laughs> no, it's more like a child because you shout it. I'm Ben. <laughs> Acknowledge me, internet, please. <laughs> I'm desperate for attention. Please. 
Sounds good to me. Okay. Well, this week, Ben, last last night my my friend from Canada rang me, and she was talking about um, she was really freaked out because she had a weird dream, and she was saying that she couldn't remember anything except waking up screaming, ah, crab versus scorpion fight. <laughs> crab versus scorpion. Cra- yeah, crab versus scorpion. I said crab versus scorpion. <laughs> You don't have any recollection of that first uh, interaction at all? I don't. Do you? Did you before you I, I do it? remember, like, it came across quite, uh, like, the whole, we're going to do a podcast today. Yeah. It came about quite... Unexpectedly? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Like, we had talked about doing a show, and obviously we did the whole... Well, I think the reason why it's so awkward is because we were being really funny in the kitchen just telling these stories. But I don't think we talked about anything that we had planned to discuss. Like I, I feel no, we like, didn't make any plans. No, I did actually write a few notes before that first episode. Yeah. Because you called me maybe like half an hour before that, and you're like, "I'm coming over to record," and I'm like, "What?" Like, <laughs> you, there's an awful lot of assumptions there that I would even have equipment ready to record. I hope that our quality has gone up in five years, but I fear it hasn't. I did make a few talking points. I don't know how many we got to, and I didn't. I definitely didn't get to every one of them because. One of them was about crow's nests in ships. Oh, yeah. So here's my idea five years later. Oh, we haven't ever talked about it No. Oh. Like, I did make a, com- a comic out of it, oh. which I posted on the website. Yeah, I thought you were saying I made a cop cry. That happened as well. <laughs> Such a great idea. He was moved. <laughs> yeah, he was wow. a, a, little, awesome. a little more emotional. He had a big day, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess so. It's a hard day being a cop. So uh, it's the end of your shift. So the premise of this uh, theory, yes, was you know, and back in the day they used to have the crow's nest of the ship, right, where you had the lookout person, uh, yeah, people, yeah. Surely that's a useless position, right? Is it? Like you're giving that to the work experience kid. Why? What can they see that you can't see from the deck? Yeah, I guess now that I think, <laughs> what is that doing up there? Maybe it's just like to. I was thinking more, not the work experience kid, but like when you, what's that word I'm trying to think of? Like you want to exclude someone for a while? Yeah, like, like oh God, like Jimmy's being annoying. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> can you like go spot some shit. stuff from the crow's nest? Yeah, exactly. Like he will just not shut up. Yeah. Because it's like, presumably you can see a little bit further because of the curvature of the earth. But not much. Nah. You it's like, so. I reckon yeah. if you wait like another 10 seconds, you can see whatever the crow's nest <laughs> people are seeing and there's still plenty of time. So is it an ancient form of pirate bullying? I don't know. Like it's either punishment, as you suggest. No, not even punishment, just bullying. Well, I, I reckon like, it must have come oh, around loser, like... Go in the crow's nest. What, like they made up the job as... Well, no, you know how like... When you're a kid, you, like, exclude people from playing just to bully them. It's kind of like that for pirates. Like, you can't play with us. We're having a lot of fun on the poop deck. (laughs) (laughs) This heave-ho is too much fun. Up to the uh, crow's nest with you. Yeah, go go swab the crow's nest. It's it's getting too many crows up there. It's pretty hard to sing a sea shanty on your own, son. Isn't that the people who spotted the iceberg in Titanic? He was in a crow's nest? Not quite that high, but he was on, like, this looking at shit deck. Well, he obviously wasn't doing a good job either. I think he saw it. It was just kind of too late. Yeah, but, well, like... What's the point, then? Yeah. <laughs> we're about to he run didn't... into something and right. it's going to Right, he definitely didn't save anyone. <laughs> well, I think that he tried, but there wasn't enough lifeboats. But it, that wasn't his 
fault though. Like if his job is to spot icebergs in and time, he, he said shit icebergs, and everyone ran, but there wasn't enough lifeboats to get into. But you, if your job is to prevent people crashing into icebergs, you got to be able to stop people. Like you got to be able to let people know before you crash into it. It's like it's a pointless job if you can see it and still inevitably hit it. <laughs> like he can't just bail mid. Yeah, it's like hey, watch out for that that you can't help but hit. Yeah, it's like with the falling rocks sign. Why do they have that? Yeah, well, I, presumably it's like when you're mountain climbing, you can avoid even risking falling rocks. No, no, no. When you're driving, it's got that sign that's on the like side of the road. Falling rocks. And you're like, well, thanks for telling me now. No, I feel like... I'm more like, well, what do you want me to do about it? I'll be I think driving. It's more... not like I can dodge them or like... You know how it's like slippery road yeah, or, yeah. or bends up ahead? It's like, yeah, fair enough. There's something I can do with that. Falling rocks. It's like, well, I'm pretty much at their mercy here. It does seem like where are these places where there's just a stream of rocks... You endlessly know? falling yeah. at like, like surely two they've, minute intervals. they've got to stop at some point like if you're on the precipice of a volcano maybe don't build a road there yeah, <laughs> yeah. if you're gonna have to put up a sign that says falling rocks yeah. that's on you it's like <laughs> i really want to drive to the top of this avalanche yeah exactly like i can't i want to see what this looks like from above yeah yeah i'm gonna have to go through it first <laughs> <laughs> Well, let, where are we going on holiday, Dad? Oh, we're going to go uh, throw some rocks down a hill. <laughs> but we do have to dodge the other people yeah. doing the same. So. It's become quite the popular attraction. Uh, yeah, so. it's a bit for adrenaline junkies. Yeah, I've never really thought of that. I'm like, well, if you have to put up a sign falling rocks, why'd you put the sign? <laughs> why'd you put the road here? Someone should have put up a sign for road builders. <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. Hey, don't build your road here because... There's some falling <laughs> Like, am I meant to strafe my driving or something? I feel like it's meant to make you a little more cautious. Of what? Well, you could, I guess, look up on the hill or something. Like, <laughs> is there any rocks falling now? Maybe I'll pull over. Or yeah, speed up and avoid... Oh, like, yeah, exactly. You know, like, I'll dodge them like a video game or something. Well, I just sort of feel, yeah, that I need to strafe, like, to lower my chances <laughs> instead of driving in a straight line. Yeah. Since it's our five-year anniversary, should mm. we take a, a moment to remember our roots and do another One Cheese Hill? I can't see the harm in it. So uh, One Cheese Hill, for anyone unfamiliar with the game is we uh, transcribed some conversations we had in our very first episode which did not make it to uh, to the actual podcast feed where we just essentially watched the tv show one tree hill and narrated it did some kind of like running commentary and uh here's a few choice snippets from actually not bad from the three hours that was recorded (laughs) this is a good like 60 seconds i have to say this did actually make me laugh well, that's a good start. So uh, this one I entitled The Three Scrunchy System mm-hmm. uh, to set the scene. A character is explaining a system where if she has a boy in her bedroom, she'll put on one of three different scrunchies on the door handle. Yeah, that is confusing. Was she dating three people? Good job. Uh, well, we'll discuss it after the scene. We'll uh, go through it. One cheese hill. Why the three scrunchy system? Yeah, why not a one scrunchy system? The don't come in scrunchy. <laughs> There's a really funny one on Gilmore Girls, actually. One of those witty dialogues? Like monk. <laughs> Good old monk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Luke and Jess were arguing about living together, and then they start talking about the sock. And he's like, oh, yeah, is that your dear idea of a joke? And the other one goes, I don't know, depends on the sock design. It could be hilarious. What? What's this sock? Like the scrunchie, except it's the sock. Oh, you missed that part. 
I don't know how the what the hell the sock means. <laughs> well, it's not a wind sock. Could have been. That might have been a big thing in Gilmore Girls. Let's go hang out by the sock. It's not windy today. Shut up. We won't know until we see the sock. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's actually one of my favorites. One of our, our best uh, one cheese hills. Yeah, some if, of them have been terrible. If we did that today, you would uh, be okay with keeping that one. Yeah, uh, I think that's pretty funny, actually. How did you feel about that? <laughs> no, I like the. I enjoyed the idea that we should go hang out by the sock. And then that we shouldn't because it's not windy. But then how can we possibly know until we've seen the well, sock? Well, it also implies that like you're only interested in hanging out by the sock when it's windy. Yeah. Like, why is a wind sock only good to you when it's windy? Yeah, maybe it could just be like a cool place. Like uh, <laughs> 90210. There's a great bar at the bottom like, of the wind sock. Yeah, it's got the peach pit or whatever. <laughs> the wind sock is the Gilmore Girls equivalent. <laughs> That's right. There's a great nightclub at the Yeah, yeah. Do you want to uh, go bowling first tonight? Count me in hanging out by the sock. <laughs> I'm really not sure why she had three scrunchies. Do you know anything about that? No, I can't remember. It could uh, note different sex acts that she's doing just to I give guess, like, a little bit more information. Just to indicate to you, like, don't come in because this is exactly what we're doing and I wouldn't yeah, even yeah. know or see that. No. You're allowed to hear about it. Yeah, you can definitely get the general she, vibe. Yeah. And like, does that mean she has to go update at mid-act uh, if they want to do something? If they change yeah. something. It's or like, oh, you said only oral tonight, baby. <laughs> uh, I've got to go change Just give me the, the red scrunchie. I'll get the... for different guys? Like... I'm having sex in here and I want you to know exactly who with. Yeah, to know um, what alibi to use yes. or something if one of the other guys come by. Like, oh, no, uh, she's uh, out by the sock. <laughs> or maybe One Tree Hill would awesome. be the actual tree. <laughs> I do have one. One more? It's not uh, One Tree Hill, but I... Uh, one Cheese Hill. I, one Cheese Hill, apologies. Um, there's an article I've been hanging on to for a little bit. Uh, two articles of... Similar theme, Ooh, if you've okay. got Do time. Do I have to guess the theme? Or? I, I think it'll be pretty obvious okay. uh, quite quickly. Yeah, I'll read the first one, then you can go the other one. So, right. basically, these come from um, Perez Hilton. So, oh, yeah. the uh, quality news source. Right, Probably well, more laughs in and out. The language is less professional than you would normally get. It's quite an expressive website, one might say. But I wasn't really bothering to locate the original source right. to find a more well-written article, so... Bear with me. I, uh, it, just, it just caught my eye. Gotta hide your gun somewhere? Why not try your vagina like this 19-year-old girl from Tennessee did? Huh. Well, that was exactly what I was searching for. So <laughs> great. I was. Thank you. So uh, I won't read the whole thing, but here's a few choice snippets. 19-year-old Dallas Archer, which, first of all, that's a pretty badass name. I know. I'm like, already I'm impressed. She should be like a superhero or something. I know. Or model. Was arrested. Or in a strip club. Mm. Was arrested in Tennessee for driving with a suspended license, but when she was brought to jail for booking, the cops found the gun hidden in the hidey hole that is her vagina. Mm. When the cops searched the firearm in their systems, they actually found it was stolen back in 2013 and was owned by 70-year-old John Souther. So So she put it in her Souther. I I guess so. (laughs) How long had it been there? The whole year? Maybe she forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't think it would. How big is it? It's got to be small, right? If yeah, you well, that's what I was thinking. Well, how big is what? Are we talking about? Yeah, I know. But I was like, I don't think I could do that. I don't think most people could do that. It's amazing. I know. Okay. Yeah. All right. It is pretty exciting. But the part that got my super attention, like as if this headline wasn't already eye-catching I know. I'm, enough. I'm grabbed. I'm sucked in, but okay. You say most people couldn't do that, but... 
Well, it's, I wouldn't have thought so. It mentions this is the second time in six months that someone has hidden a loaded gun in their vajayjay. Loaded! Oh. Right. So that seems dangerous, if yeah. anything. This is the second article. When, obviously, I clicked that link. Feel free to uh, read the highlighted sections. Ex-wife of Pulitzer Prize winning pulls gun out of ever JJ after an argument about aliens. Mm-hmm. That's... <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so you can see why I read this article. That is difficult not to click on. I, I thought so. I'd be like, oh, it's... 8.06, I really need to be getting on the train. <laughs> Cormac McCarthy's ex-wife, Jennifer McCarthy, pulled a gun out of her vagina on her boyfriend after they got into an argument over aliens. The best part is she pulled a gun on him from her JJ only after she dressed up in lingerie, seduced her boyfriend, and then had sex with him with a loaded gun inside her. So how does that happen? Like, as that There's guy... How much room is there? Yeah. What was he thinking? Like... First of all, highly likely that his dick's going to be blown off. Uh, yeah, I know. I just feel like that's super crazy. And also, after sex, who's arguing about aliens? <laughs> like, how did this argument come up? Was he like, well, should we you felt a bit it? funny? <laughs> should we roleplay the argument? I'll be him and you'll be her? Or okay. what are you going to do? Yeah, all right. All right. So, so, babe, that was, yeah, it was a bit different to usual, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had this gun in my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't mind me, though. I've just been thinking about aliens. I'm more wondering, please leave. <laughs> I was I'm married wondering... to Cormac McCarthy. I don't leave for any man. Didn't you leave him? You're his ex-wife. Yeah, but he kicked me out. That was more of a... I'd quite like to kick he, uh, he kind of uh, cracked it when I fucked him with a gun in my pussy. I'd quite like to kick you out for similar. But hear me out. Aliens, right? Mm. They exist. I wouldn't have thought so. Fuck you, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) After she concluded having sex with her boyfriend, who's probably scarred for life by now, she reportedly pulled the gun out of her vajayjay, looked at him and said, who's crazy, you or me? How good is that? (laughs) (laughs) The sentence, who's crazy, you or me, like... You're like, all right, if someone's saying that, then they're probably crazy. If someone's saying that after whipping a gun from their vagina, you're definitely the crazy <laughs> yeah, I'm one. Like, that's not a question you yeah, needed to if, ask. If, like, are you really uh, putting this out there? Because I think I got the answer for you. I can't believe this is happening more than once. That was what astounded me. That is me. an out there story. 2014, the year of... Uh, I know, of hiding the gun inside you. Right. And do you think Cormac McCarthy's like, whew, got out of there in time? Or he's like, oh, I should have stuck around. I could have had a great night out of that. <laughs> Imagine what I'd be writing about yeah. had I uh, stuck with her a bit longer. The road could have been a lot different I had know. he had of, uh, stayed married. Maybe that's where he got the idea for No Country for Old Men. Isn't it <laughs> an idea of just a man going around randomly shooting people for no reason? Uh, yeah. It's Maybe a... it's an allegory for being married to her. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his his uh, literary works could uh, could dry up now that he's uh, he's divorced. Yeah, she was just she was like playing Russian roulette. Yeah, <laughs> no she, wonder he made the world unkind and unpredictable. <laughs> she was. It's an age old dilemma. Your muse is uh, the only way you can write anything worthwhile. But there's a ninety percent chance that you're going to have your dick blown off at any moment. <laughs> his next novel will be like Sunshine and Puppies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sunshine and puppies, nearly as good as life. Like <laughs> when strangers just go around doing random acts of... No, not even random acts of kindness. Expected and well, like, 
forecasted acts of kindness. Maybe I'm hoping to come over this afternoon <laughs> to give you a gift. Why, thank you. <laughs> Do you think this uh, new, new boyfriend is going to be into this kind of thing? Like, because it doesn't say he didn't know that there was no weapon in there. Yeah, it like, didn't. Maybe this is a regular occurrence and it's almost like a surprise to see what she's managed to stick up like, there. Yeah, put in there. Like, ah, oh, it didn't feel like a gun. Yeah, it's yeah. like a guessing game. It's like, ah, oh, a stick of dynamite. Guess we better finish this one pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> ah, a live chicken. Oh. <laughs> That's, I'm just impressed, to be honest. <laughs> How are you just... It's like, yeah, it's laying eggs. It's like, you're laying eggs. <laughs> Oh, I want to move away from this quickly. All right, well, uh, I think that's a good enough of a test of these new microphones <laughs> we're going to get. As any. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We uh, have done our first episode from Floor 19. Hopefully it sounds just as good as uh, previously, but if not, we'll try and have that sorted soon anyway. Thanks for listening. You can email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. Or me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or podcast at insaneramblings.net. Uh, you can also rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe there so that the latest episode will come straight to your eye device and uh, like us on Facebook facebook.com slash insane ramblings away seaboat away seaboat I've joined your team. What team? I'm finding it hard. The backpack carrying team. <laughs> Why? What's been going on? Well, I have a... <laughs> You've got a very sexy voice recently. Do you have a cold? No, sorry. I was near my colleagues. I didn't want to be too loud. Oh, you were just low talking. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wow, you've gotten sexy. Oh, well, I was like, holiday. <laughs> Tell What's me going on there? Backpack, Vicky. <laughs> it was a bit like that. I'm like, geez, Ben. Very seductive. I'm glad that I can pretend to be more sexy if I do get a cold. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow, did you get a cold or have you just sexed it up? I thought you might have gone to some sort of sex class. No, usually, <laughs> if, you, if you listen back to these uh, recordings, you can usually tell when someone walks by that <laughs> I'm saying something stupid. You get extremely and, sexy. Yeah, <laughs> the sexier it is. The, uh, the closer proximity I am to someone yeah. who I don't want them to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if sex appeal is just in the secretiveness. We've had it wrong all these years. That's true. Everyone just uses that sexy voice because they don't want the person in the next, in the next room to overhear what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> so you're like, oh, this is getting a bit sexy. And the person yeah. doing it is like, oh, I really don't want anyone to overhear this. <laughs> that really embarrassing to yeah, me. Yeah, it just became sexy voice by default. Yeah, that's right, because every... Oh, that makes sense. Like, I don't want anyone to overhear this. Do you? Yeah. No? All right. Time I'm a to little turn on bit, our sexy voices. Yeah. I'm a little bit ashamed of what's about to come out of my mouth, but if I say it in a whisper, then... <laughs> <laughs> Only you will hear it. Yeah. You'll pass it on naturally to all of your female friends. I do like the um, fact that you think a sex class is that's what they teach you. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you get into talking. the act? It's on your own. Well, yeah, you've got to get them in for bed. That's the first part. <laughs> true, like, true. You know, all classes start with preparation of materials. This is a 
sex 101. Yeah, step one, find yeah. man or woman of your liking. Step Here's two, some sexy pointers. Voice. Well, you know how it's, well, most recipes don't start with, like, gather eggs. They just assume you can get them. <laughs> but well, it's such a list of ingredients. That's right. And the list yeah. of ingredients for this is one man or woman. Okay. <laughs> so, and it helps you to gather that ingredient. Because, you know, if it's a rare ingredient, they're like, oh, you know, you can find this in health food stores or at this particular shop or whatever. Yeah. They sort of, like, let you know where you can get it, like, you know, specialty stores or, like, Asian food or whatever. Mm. It's the same. It's, like, one ingredient, one man or woman who wants to have sex with you, and then in brackets, <laughs> here's where you might be able to get that rare commodity. Do they have substitutions? <laughs> if you can't find that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. What do you think? Oh, you can pay for it. Maybe maybe for um, bisexual. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I said, yeah, one man and woman. I didn't make any, like... Well, that's true. I guess yeah, that's, like... Yeah, you say who is with whom. You can uh, substitute for a blow-up doll if you're really desperate. Yeah, that's right. Blow-up doll or um, prostitute. Yeah. Depending on where you live. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so anyway, I'm going backpack. Yeah. Why, why I do love you, it. Uh, you don't love it or you do? I don't. Oh, I don't. I don't. You almost reconsidered that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Which is a big change, isn't it? Yeah. Considering you <laughs> called me specifically to tell me that you to don't say love I it. don't love it. See, I've joined Team Backpack because you seem to talk about how great it was. And I'm no, I, I, I don't think it's that bed. great. It's more like it's the best It's the best alternative. No, I don't think so. See, I want to get you one of those leather cross man bags. I got like a uh, like I'm planning leather, it for your birthday to get you a leather satchel. I do have a satchel, but it's not it's not leather. Do you think that yeah. the leather is it makes a difference? Well, it just personally looks nice, and you frequently, when we hang out together, get mistaken for my date slash boyfriend. So I need to make you look nice. <laughs> oh, okay, just for I'm your like, benefit. Oh heck no, no boyfriend of mine dresses like that and carries trust, a backpack. Trust me, I'm as embarrassed by it as you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm reconsidering even that with the advent of sexy voice. Like, oh, this is a side of this is a nice as, situation. <laughs> as long as I'm uh, saying something uh, embarrassing within earshot of someone else, then I'm dateable. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. sexy. I've never that side of Ben before. Hopefully, Not bad at all. Hopefully, the tone negates uh, you actually listening to what I'm about to say. Yeah, than what you're actually saying. See, I yeah. do love it because I can get all the crap in there, like way more than the shoulder bag crap, and carry it. Okay. Because I but, have to carry around, like, a lot of reference books and stuff for work. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, like, therapy books and stuff like that. So they get heavy on your shoulder. So the backpack's been great for that. But on the downside is I have to keep taking it off my back to do stuff. It will go for the single shoulder. Ah, is that what I'm missing? I have to keep taking it off my back to, like, touch on and off with my Mikey and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is getting annoying. We'll put your like usually in, I don't like have to pocket. stop. Oh, yeah, I don't have pockets. That's well, the lady's issue. Downfall. The endless lady's issue. I got See, the... I can keep stopping completely and taking something off my back, which is not common. Well, I've got the Mikey in my wallet. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. See, the guys have the best of both worlds. Yeah. So no wonder like, you can carry a backpack with ease. Card, like, you know, credit card and Mikey and yep. whatever. That's always easily accessible. So... 
it doesn't really have to go in the backpack. Yeah. See, for me, team backpack is outside of my reach. Try try the single strap or try pockets and then come back. A lot of women's clothes don't have pockets. So so pockets onto your existing clothes. Or make some of my belly skin into a pocket, a skin flap pocket. Didn't we already discuss how this was a bad idea? I also think we could strap it to your leg, Tomb Raider style. Instead of guns, have like your Mikey and your credit card in like thigh straps. Like some kind of a knife pocket. Yeah, exactly. But for your Mikey and credit card instead, so you can carry the rest of your crap in a backpack. Apart from the Mikey issue, is the uh, backpack working out for you? That's why I nearly reconsidered, because apart from that, it's been fantastic. Yeah. So I can maybe, carry more than I've ever carried. Maybe you're just going to get your um, de-strapping technique down. You can, I do. You can learn to kind of like swing it around off one shoulder and then See, I started too early in the rest of the other. was acquire one backpack, and I've done that. Yeah. Now I need well, I to get down to the steps of how to actually use it. What the recipes often don't give you is instructions on how to eat. That's right. So you need you need backpack utilization instructions. That's right. I need further instructions on how to use this bad boy. Yeah. All right, I have to go. All right. I'll uh, <laughs> catch you catch you in a few. Yeah. See you tonight. Bye. Insane ramblings.